Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa, the beauty, its people, our peculiarities. This is on Zip Stories. I am DS Bello. Hola, 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 hola. Hello, welcome to our Zip Stories, where we come every single week to listen, learn, and grow, and most importantly, you know, right? Get inspired. Talking about inspiration. This is the International Women's Day special edition, and we're about to get inspired. Yes, our guest today is the very first woman to create the first smart bra to check breast cancer. She's our guest today, and I'm excited because her video has been going viral, and you know. She's our guest, and can we begin already? <laughs> okay. Hello, welcome to the show. Please tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Bolai Wakemisola. I'm the founder CEO of Nespre Technology. Um, I'm a robotics engineer embedded system engineer and I said that I study electrical electronics at the university anyway wow wow so so I went into robotics and um, embedded system data after graduated so I said this I have exceptional skill in tech okay exceptional tech skills and um, I have the STEM education this is like my passion, my special passion. I think as a special passion at STEM education, majorly for girl child. You know, getting them interested into STEM education, into um, um, STEM education, yes. And also, you know, to, to wow. catch their, wow. Um, wow. their attention, their interest, you know, to choose a career path in STEM-related field. So that's my special passion. Um, okay, so now tell us, tell us about next where technology because that's the crux of the matter actually today coming to Nespre technology we are the first wearable technology startup in nigeria okay um, we would do what, what do we do we we kind of uh, we design and develop technology one close to the body you no know, by embedding programmable electronics and sensors on clothing to solve all related issues to solve insecurity we use it for communication and to augment fashion. So um, the fashion part, because I like emphasizing on, on the fashion part, the fashion part we are like coming now to bring technology into fashion. That's African fashion this time around because it's already going on in the advanced world. So we are bringing technology now into African fashion. Hold on, is it just me or did you all hear that technology into African fashion? Hmm. Honestly, to some of us, this sounds like magic. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. How on earth did you think about that? And you know, please just tell us, tell us about your journey. How did you begin? How did all this start? When did you have that thought in your mind? Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I think, let, let me take that question as my journey, my STEM journey so far. Okay, I, I decided, okay, let me say, the journey started from my, it started from my secondary school. 
I attended um, girls school, I finished girls school, only girls school in Ondo town, that's Ondo state. And um, I love STEM courses, STEM subjects, you know, mathematics, physics, chemistry, oh my God, I do love them. And um, in fact, then I don't buy books, my parents don't buy books for me. I actually got my books from SS1 to SS3, you know, through awards and all that. So um, I remember they all, um, interest and um, passion for STEM started when I joined Jet Club. Wow, Jet Club. I used to see that club in my school, Jet Club, but I'm not like, you know, <laughs> I wasn't really keen about the Jet Club. I think we're more of the press press club, but Jet Club, hmm. Wow. I don't know, maybe the club is still existing right now. Uh, it's a club that it's, it's a national club, and it's it's an acronym, Junior Engineering Technician Science. You know, it's a national club under the Ministry of Education. So I joined that club in my school, and um, that club actually, you know, it it drew my interest to STEM because I was able to lay my hands on the real life application to see the real life application of what we're being taught in school. You know, our curriculum system in Nigeria is all about paperwork, paperwork fine. We do less practical, but you know, those laws you you learned in, in physics. For you to be able to, you know, try it out and see the real life application of this law. Those calculations, those subjects, those topic equations that you do, you know, in mathematics, for the mathematics, you'll be able to apply them. So that actually, you know, helped me a lot in my journey. Oh, um, okay. I also remember a competition I, I went for. I and Jet Club. You know, there are some parents who would not allow their children to join any club. It's like, face your books. Those are distractions. But you know, listening to you, it seems like it's the beginning of a journey for you. Really, is that what it is? Let me say this, Jet Club actually, you know, it helped me, it exposed me to more of competition, international competition, uh, inter-school competition, you know, all those things. So going out there, testing your knowledge, fine, so you're good in mathematics, go out there, go and meet your counterpart and see, test your learning, test your skill. So this helped me a lot too. There's so many people that were, were in Jet Club, but like, it seems like Jet Club really affected your life or affected your life in some positive way now. Going back Lane, when was that eureka moment when you knew that, okay, through Jet Club, this is what I'm able to achieve. Like, this is eureka, I can do this. I, 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 it's like that moment of discovery for you. Um, before you answer, we will take a short break on our zip stories and when we come back, more dosage of inspiration. in 2006 international competition chat competition which was held in place you just played here and I am a partner 
a girl tuner, a medical doctor. We both um, designed a radio transmitter and a receiver. So it, it, was, it, it was like, I take that thing as a life-changing experience for me. Now for me to be able to, oh, those things I learned in school, you know, that we've been taught in physics especially, I was able to apply it in those projects and it works. When we're testing it, we, we, like, we have an interference with one radio station then, you know, when we're testing the, the project. And at the long run, after the old competition, we came to it. You know, we actually represented the state then. So this helped me a lot with my journey instead because it was a while for me and since then i have it at the back of my mind that i have to be an innovator you know wow an innovator but like why 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 innovation i love it no getting things done you know innovative things coming up with things because that's invention i mean that that, that project that we did it's no, I don't know, maybe because I was still young then. It's, you know, it was a wow for me. So uh, that actually helped me with my path and my journey and my interest in this um, STEM, um, STEM thing. Wow, that's like a lot. And, you know, interesting that you found yourself at that moment. Now, what was the first hurdle you had to jump as a young innovator? So when I graduated, I, 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 I got an admission into the University of um, Ibadan first. I wanted to study petroleum engineering, but later I found myself in archaeology. Mm, that's not me. <laughs> that is not me too. But like, how do you cross this hurdle? You're a strong woman. Yeah. So, you know, damn, you have two options. First option, second option. So my second option was University of Adokite. So I was offered electrical electronics. So I have to, you know, move on to that where I study electrical electronics. Then after when I graduated, you know, I, I kept saying it that our educational system here is kind of paperwork. Yeah. And all those things that I know now, all the skills, the test skills I know now. No. So what's the need for school? <laughs> Wait, are you applying what you learned in the university? Although you said um, it gave you the bedrock or the foundation. Are you? Am I applying what I was taught? No. All the skills are the skills I learned after I graduated. Wow. So how did robotics engineering come? At what point? When? When? When did you know? And how did you meet robotic engineering? Tell us. Yes. Um. When my first job I was with um, a robotics company, for robotics in Abuja, and um, they do more of educational robots, not real, no, not industrial robots, you know. We are in Nigeria, robots are not really, you know, they, they don't really accept it like that because they have that fear, oh, it's to take away their jobs. So now the company has ventured into educational robotics where they go to school, they use um, robotics, um, car robots, you know, to teach STEM education in a fun way. So my boss, Mr. Femi Fadai, um, helped a lot with my learning. I do say that I, it, it was self-learning. 
after you know after going for other courses you no know, going for other um certification for all through you no know, the, the skill i have in robotics the skills i have in embedded c all the programming language i have all the test skills i have it was self learning and thanks to my boss then my boss gave us not only me us i have a college then the, 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 the avenue to use his resources is the kind of person that likes people going into research learning. He can send you a material in the middle of the night and say, oh, Richard, on this, I come across it, no, send it to you. And you know, all those things have built me and my colleagues and, you know, give us the avenue to learn through internet. Okay, now I've learned about those projects. This is my idea. It give us the resources, get the money, get the resources because they're not ready to be available in Nigeria. We have to order from Amazon, from China, you know, Alibaba and all that. So that's why we got uh, we, we, we get those resources. So I, I got attracted to it through, I learned the, the skills through my first job, through my boss. Wow, that was really, really kind of him. Hmm. We all need bosses like you. <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's talk about the smart brand now. Let's talk about wearable technology, right? Yeah, tell us about the smart bra. So the wearable, let me come to wearable now. So because smart bra is from the wearable. Um, it's also from my boss. You know, he, she, she sees that passion in me and I know this one thing about me, and it has also now kept me growing from my childhood. I I was trained and you know to always believe in my ability. Well, always believe in your ability. Hmm. I guess we'll talk about that going forward. I'm going to ask you again about this. So you were trained to always believe in your abilities. Yeah. Believe in your, my, I believe in my abilities and my potential. So I don't let people look down on me. Oh, you're a girl. I went to girl school. No, 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 no. I can do it. Even when I go to competitions, you know, interesting competitions, it's a guy. Oh, I guess, no, I don't get scared. I can do it. I do believe in myself. And that's I've always kept me going all through my career, all through my path, anyway. Wow, wow. It's, it's quite important that we believe in ourselves and in our abilities. Now, what's that relationship between believing in yourself and your boss? You know, how he saw that in you and, you know, how, how was it? It brought this idea of wearable technology to me. I said, Kemi, I believe you can do this. See wearable technology, bring the electronics into clothing. Try it out. It gave me material. I got material myself. I researched. And I was like, okay, sir, I can do it. And it gave me money. We hold that for, for, for some components. And I did it. Did several prototypes. And it works. Oh, wow. It worked. It worked, guys. It worked. Wow. So, what happened then? What, what then? So I, I now took it like, so this thing is interesting. You know, coming up with wearable, putting electronic sensors on clothing, you know, to enhance the beautifying. You can also use this thing to, to, you know, to solve problems. So that brought about the smart bra. And when I left um, uh, the job, when I left the job, I, I started my own company, you know, coming up with um, solutions. The smart bra is not our first solution. Interesting, so it wasn't. No, 
um, it's, 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 it's a um, necklace, a smart necklace. It's a smart necklace that's actually um, designed to um, cop insecurity because I take in our business model, we like use local content in developing and designing our, our products. Oh, wow, wow. So it's, it's more about looking inward, looking into societal troubles and, you know, trying to find solutions. Like, that's what it is about. Is it? Okay. You know, Nigeria has a case study. The level of insecurity is high. So what can we do? You can barely travel from one state to another state without you getting this fear of not being kidnapped, of not being adopted and all that. So this necklace now is like designed to help to cope that thing, the, the adoption, the insecurity generally. So you wear it, it has, it's embedded with a GPS tracker. That's it. It has a GPS tracker and a chip in it you know, that makes it function, use it. So, wow, that's so much intelligence. Wow, wow, wow. Now let's talk about the smart bra itself. And the smart bra itself, oh my God. The smart bra thing, oh, it's a bit tragic. Tragic? Wow, tell us. I want to hear it, all of it. Um, 2017, I lost an um, an aunt to breast cancer, and um, no, breast breast cancer thing is something you cannot even wish your enemy. Because I remember she, before she lost the battle, then I do visit her often at the university hospital, you No, know? and you know, African mentality. Oh my God, you know we have this mentality of when you see things like this, we think uh, a spiritual attack, yeah. to touch. Mountain, mm-hmm. getting anointed and all mm-hmm. that, and because she knows it, this is already grown to stage three. And no, she found herself in the hospital, no, going there for treatment and all that for chemo, um, chemotherapy. Oh, wow. so when I visited her um, uh, at the hospital, university hospital, and teaching hospital, pardon, yeah, and you know, in a ward, I saw other women too, you know. Having the same problem mm-hmm, of breast mm-hmm, cancer. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can tell you, I saw teenagers, teenagers too. So this wow. doesn't, doesn't care about your age. Wow. It does have it. Yeah, like something age. Uh, maybe oh, it's a kid. It cannot have it. No, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. cancer. Not even breast cancer now. Cancer generally. So I saw them groaning in pains. You know, I I was like, oh, this thing. How am I going to have it? No, it's not become like a, a, like a threat to me myself. Mm-hmm. Am I going to have this cancer too? Because same people, it doesn't even care about your status. No. If you're rich, oh, maybe it's because I expose myself to more more much AC. I, I it's because I use a microwave. No. Even though you're poor, this thing doesn't know your status. Right. It doesn't care about your status. So I told those women, I was like, oh my God, no, no. No, I, no. Right from my, I've been women thing. I'm not, when I call myself a feminist, <laughs> don't want to go to school, but I can't. Maybe feminist fine. So I got moved and touched. No, same women like make me crying in that kind of pain, you know. So I, I proceeded to meet one of the oncologists there and I spoke with him okay. that, oh, please, what do you think can be done? You know, as mentioned earlier, I have this, this my, I believe in myself a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't get, um, um, like, oh, oh, he's, he's someone at the hierarchy, you cannot approach, ah, uh, no, that's the way you, you do things. So I have to approach the, uh, the, the doctor and I was like, okay, please, can I have a word with you? What do you think about this cancer? And um, 
what's the prevention? Is there prevention for it? Cure and all that. But what I could hold hard to yeah. was that he said if the cancer, the breast cancer itself, and even cancer generally can be detected at the early stage, mm -hmm. you have your chances of getting cured. Yeah. In fact, he mentioned even nine out of ten cases get cured. If you detect it at the early stage. stage, yes, actually. So he said that. And coming to be, he mentioned something about breast self-examining, you know, um, standing in front of a mirror, breast examining yourself, check your status, see if there's any, uh, any changes in your breast. Women don't do that. And when he said that, I was like, oh, I'm guilty of this. I don't do it. I've not even tried it before. And most women yeah. really don't do that. Yeah, so I hold on to what I had from him. So when an adventure into wearable tech in 2018, that was first day that was first day that came into my, my brain. Oh, this problem is a global challenge. Is a threat not to me alone, to all women globally. All women globally, actually, yeah, 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 that's true. It's a threat. Yes. So I take it as a threat. There have to be no, no attention, like uh, like a matter of urgency. So immediately, as you know, went into action, started my research. That was 2019. Started the research on the smart product development 2019. Before I now call my team in 2020, you no know, for the development. So that was what brought about the the, the innovation. You know, oh wow. Like when I hear you speak, one thing keeps echoing. Yeah. Solve the problem. Solve the problem. Solve the problem. It's like you're looking for problems and you're just trying to solve them in every way. That's like hopeful. That's a hope for, for us, Africa. It's hope for us, Nigeria. It's hopeful. Well, 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 I can tell you we have um, young, talented um, youth. We are so blessed. We are so rich in Africa because um, my, 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 my little um, journey, my journey so far, the people have you know, um, come across with young people, you know, we are so talented. So what's the problem? Why are we not getting so much innovation? We are talented. We are so talented. So coming to the soft, um, software solution, I'll tell you why, because that has been um, the question. I um, Last year, December, we had a tech summit, Nigeria Tech Summit. I was there, organized by um, Global Startup Ecosystem, no, and it was, was sponsored by the um, US Embassy in Nigeria. And I had the question, that's why. Why is software solution getting more attention than hardware solution? And the answer is, why? Hardware is capital intensive. Oh, yeah. It takes time. Ooh. And you know, Nigerian mentality, African mentality, we need the money like right now. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. Right now, I don't have my time to waste. We've been on this project since 2019. Oh, wow. If you're coming up with software solution, within three months, five months, you're done. Yes. Your solutions already have them making money. Mm -hmm. While the hardware is there for the past how many years? Yes. You understand? Yeah, why? yeah. I was like, oh, you're right. Is that why? Hardware. No, wait, when you see this award coming up with award recognition, you know, you see them coming up with phone, you see, mm -hmm. oh, this person raised 40 million dollars with it, you know? And it's all software solution, especially fintech. Yeah, true. So I like call, I have a community of tech people, um, uh, like an organization 
non-government organization for hardware developers. No, to come up to speak, let the world hear us. Let's encourage the world to know into this because yeah, they're not encouraged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have so many people with projects lying under their bed. Yes. I don't know, you come out on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you see young Nigerians coming up with things drawn. There's one recently that got hired by a, a French company. Yeah. A French company, yeah. Came on, he did something like a drone. Mm -hmm. I know, put it out there. You know, we have the social media, we are blessed now with the social media. And with the help of social media, oh my God, this, this guy got the, the, the attention he needed and he, he was hired. He was a young guy from, from the East. Yeah. You wow. So where there is the problem? Okay. So what's the actual problem now? So, um, hardware solution, I see, you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is capital intensive. So that is what is like driven the, the, the youth. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. know they have, if I, the, the little period that we are now on the, 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 on the newspaper, on the news, like everybody knows about this solution now, I've received so yes. many calls from young people, from young mm -hmm. Africans about their idea that they've, they've done the research already, the research is there, it's just to implement wow. it. You know, I was like, wow, oh my God. So where are yeah, we going you understand? Mm -hmm. Before, okay, I know it. I have this idea. And I know this thing is a global solution. That is one thing about Africa. Yes. It's a global solution. Yes. Well, you know, it's capital intensive. Capital so intensive. But now, let me go for a software solution. That's quite a lot, but we are happy you made it. Like you, you've made it. You've broken the things. What do you have to say to younger people who have these ideas lying down there? to say now that is why we are you now coming up with this community with this um, um like like an ecosystem you know yeah. bringing every hardware developer mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. what i would say is don't don't care i mean about the funding because the major problem is the funding yes if i should tell you what we've spent so far because everything i've been i've been self you know um, um, funding all this while. Wow. If I should tell you wow. how much of spent on research, mm -hmm. on consultation, mm -hmm. so we are dealing with out mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So yeah. same thing, you no, know, it's what and uh, the same thing is what is going on with other people. So they should just try and look for how. Yeah, so this is to hardware developers, right? Is <laughs> okay, I'm not talking to hardware developers now. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Young Africans, you no know, Africans going into hardware that you know most of them are not even going into, but they have this idea. They've done something. Some of them have even actualized. Yes, yes. I, I know my team recently, last year during their COVID-19, they came up with a ventilator. It's an invention actually. A ventilator mm -hmm. embedded with a height. Yes. That will that will like let's set three patients at the same time. And imagine that during COVID-19, and we are, mm. we are in need of, uh, mm -hmm. of, and, uh, of this, uh, uh, what's it called? Innovation. I don't know if you remember during that COVID-19. Yes, yes, of And course. some people at, at the corner coming up with something massive. Mm -hmm. We don't have that in existence yet. Mm -mm. A ventilator that will attend to three patients at the same time. At the same time. We don't have it. Yeah. So, all these people, I would say, they should just, it's your dream. It's your dream. We developers, hardware developers, it's, it's, it's our dream. It's your you know, dream. This thing is like a passion. Yeah. You think kids coming using carton, coming up with drone, with cartons. You know, if you have passion for something, let's just try. We should try and, you know, work towards it. Look for how you can bootstrap yourself. 
get funding, you know, in your own yeah, little capacity. Yeah. Like just do something, try out something, yeah. You know, in your whole little capacity, just do it. This solution is needed right Yeah, there. exactly. I never knew the solution would go for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I never knew that now. Yeah. We've gotten a proposal okay, interesting. from Western country that they want to buy it up. Wow. I was like, no, it's meant for Nigeria, it's meant for Africa. Uh -huh. We are going to export, and that's the thing. Yeah. We want to you know we want to become an exporter of technology. Wow. All we'll be doing, all the why we import except software. We import technology, everything is imported. Wow. Right? We want to be taking it out there because you need it. That's just the part they need it. Yes. So they want to buy it, so we're like, no, because it's an invention. Mm -hmm. No, the patent registration is already on it's it's patent technology. No, we're not selling it out. It's made for Africa, wow. it's made for Nigeria. So wow. we're exporting to you. We cannot sell our identity, we cannot sell our product. Wow. No, 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 no. Wow, wow. No, no, wow. No. Oh my god, this will just be the right time to just end the show. It is ours, we can't sell it. That's super patriotic of you. I wish every entrepreneur out there would hear this. I wish every woman out there would hear this. Now, before we leave, just before we leave this show, this is a special edition for the International Women's Day. And um, we'd like to hear your take. What message do you have for women out there? Yeah, we know how it works here. Hmm. Fine, fine, fine. This will take me to my story. Because I don't, I don't talk about it anywhere. That's my whole personal story. When I graduated, I was like, hmm. I said, and all right, you know, this African mentality that we have. Why my parents, all those while, all through my STEM journey, I was supported by my parents. Fine, they're not tech, um, science, and clay person, but I was supported. They gave me their full support. Because I remember, even during midterm, during holiday, when the school needs me to come for a competition or whatever, or I want the one to represent them anywhere, they come to my parents, you know, they have to travel down to my parents, you know, take a permission, and you know, you take her, you understand? But it gets to say, well, like, oh, yeah, to get married. Oh, uh -huh. <laughs> yes, and get married. My advice to young women, not only young women, to women generally, African women, because this mentality is what every one of us has. You know, this is your dream. You've only wanted to do this. Uh -huh, uh -huh, Go yes. and marry. Go and marry. Your mate is not getting married. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself there and this dream just die off. So my advice is this, before you go into it at all, because most of the things that get killed now is because the, the way into, will I call it a wrong marriage? Or what? I'm sorry if I'm using this language, please. Honestly, that seems to be a, a huge problem lately. Um, we, we see parents who push their children to, to marry without even like discovering themselves and the, their potential and then eventually they get married and their dreams are gone, dead and you know, all that. What advice do you have? To give to ladies out there and to also parents out there who are listening to us right now before you get married before you send your child to marriage how does that affect the dream and how do we correct that um, know who you're going up with have like a discussion a mutual agreement this is me this is what I want to be are you supportive? Can I 
But see, hey, that doesn't mean you're going to neglect your family. Oh, I'm a career woman. No, 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 no. But some people, oh, it's my career. I don't have time for my home. No, I'm not talking about that. No. No, you have to be supportive. It, it, is it going to work when we're together? Yes. So I don't yes. have to because it's a, it's a problem, it's a challenge, I'm telling you. Yes, yeah, I agree. Like, it, it can be a challenge. Of it being, you know, killing people's dream. You know, women dream. Yeah, Look at women. Yeah. I don't know if it's happened in Western world. Mm. You know, I know about Africa. <laughs> so, that is it. Get a mutual agreement. Yes, fine. yes. If it's going to work, fine. If it's not, Fine. I'm not being harsh here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like express myself. Yeah, that's that's so very true. Girls, I advocate for them. I know I to work. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what what's what's your take to young African girls? Um, for young African girl, I would say believe in yourself. I said it earlier. This actually yeah. kept me mm -hmm. going all through my journey. Yeah. I'm not there yet, uh -huh. but I think I'm going there. Yeah, obviously. I'm almost there, you understand? Yeah. So always believe in yourself. That's the major thing. Believe in yourself. Believe in Don't yourself. let anybody put down on you because in the age of 10 now, mm -hmm. coming to stand, yeah. the gender, gender gap. He's only boys that know mathematics. Mm -hmm. He's only the one that knows it, you know, in school. Yes. He's the guy. Oh, he's only boys. Mathematics. Yeah. Girls, they don't know math. <laughs> Why? Why is it that girls don't know math? Why is it that you don't think you can you can you can top the class in physics or chemistry? Oh, generally. So, um, believe in yourself. Believe in believe yourself. What you can do. Don't let anybody talk you down. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody look down you. Don't let anybody tell you. I did take this as a challenge before. This gender stereotype. Yeah, you cannot do it. When I'm talking in the class, I remember that in the university because I'm this kind of fashion person. Oh, in the interesting. School, I, I know. Um, and they're like, oh, and this girl, you know, me in engineering, we have like 11 um, girls wow. when we when we uh, first entered, and at the long run, we have like five. And five. Five. And we are not like us. Uh, you're not like all that that I know, turn everything, turban, and all that. Um, so I remember a guy, he's not in the video right now, he sat down with me, learning one of the papers, yes. and he was paid. He was the one that went out and tell all the guys that, oh, if that girl though, even my lecturers, one of them were like, oh, they went to my course coordinator and checked my GDP. Oh, wow. And they were amazed. <laughs> you understand? So when you try to talk me down, oh, so, so you oh, she's a lady. Yes. You cannot do it when we're doing that thing, we're climbing pole, you know? Uh -huh, when uh -huh. we're climbing pole to do some, some work there, and we're like, oh, ladies, no, you cannot do we are both in the department, electrical electrical, and this is where you are climbing that pole. I will climb this. Now, should you know all that? Yes, I'm also climbing. So, I've overcome that gender stereotype yes. by believing in myself that no, no, you cannot talk me that. So, for every either a young girl, a young woman, mm -hmm. an adult woman, whatever you are, yeah. if you're a woman, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. The environment we have right now yeah. is the environment that you know look down on women. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so I know um, the last time I said it was our final final but <laughs> let's take this as the final final now the theme for this year's International Women's Day is break the bias stereotypes just break the bias worldview break the bias if you see someone out there who's doing something to any woman that is is in a form of bias just break the bias now what do you have to say 
in this IWD 2020 with the theme Break the Bias. So, yeah. Break the bias. So, mm-hmm. You know, oh, no, women, we need lesser women here. No. Yeah. No, no. no. We can't continue with that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed something. Yeah, tell me. Any organization that have more women, I don't know, maybe you noticed that. Uh-huh. That organization is more productive. Yes. You know, or that yes. set up. Maybe an office where we have women, you know, women, women dominated office yeah. or something, mm-hmm, department mm-hmm, office, mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, you have the, they are more productive. I agree. I don't know, maybe you trust I that. agree. Yes, yes, I have. Whatever women agree, they do with their mind, no, with everything. Yeah, with people passion. feel women are actually more passionate. So, yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. So why? Why? We all need, we just need it. The world yeah. needs to break that barrier. Mm-hmm. We need more women. Women can become a president, even the issue we have in Nigeria. Let's try out with women. Yes, let's exactly. Women. Let's try out women. Let's not rule us as a president. Yes, let's yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we need to. I agree. Need I to. agree. It's the right time, I would say, the right time for um, for the world yes. to break the bias of women. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that gender gap. Yeah. It's the right time. It's the right time. To move the world forward. Yeah, exactly. To move Africa forward mm-hmm. because this is coming to Africa now. Mm-hmm. And to move Nigeria as a country forward. Now that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, thank you so very, very much for being our guest tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a great show. Until we come your way next time, I am Chefy Dorcas Bello. But you, as usual, know that on this show, you can call me DS Bello. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day and remember to break that bias, break the bias. When you see it, break it. Call it out. Strike the post and support and encourage the woman to do more. Now my final note is this. When the woman calls out to break the bias, we're not asking for favors. No, we're just asking for support. And there's nothing wrong with asking for support. So do not necessarily favor us because we are women. No, because we're equal to the task. If you can compete, we can compete as well. But just know that you should not stigmatize or look down or stereotype someone or a woman just because she is a woman. That's exactly what we mean by break the bias. And that's the crux of this year's International Women's Day. So it's not about feminism. No, 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 no. It's not about favoritism. No, 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 no. It's about you not calling us out because of our gender. It's about you not telling us, stop this. Women should not do this. No. Anyway, not to say so much. As I said, thanks for joining us on the show. See you again next time. I am your special girl. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Ah, I did reach 40. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. <laughs> Let's talk Africa. The Africanness of Africa. The beauty of people. Our peculiarities. This is on Stories. I am DS Bello.